feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out show on this beautiful Thursday afternoon in the month of August. And I'm always so sad when summer comes to an end. But you know what? I always feel like fall is that new beginning for us and that that breath of fresh air. Um, uh, it gives us hope. It, you know, we know that the year's kind of coming to a close and we can reflect back on what we've done. And I think what we always do is we reflect back on what we came across, what we were challenged with, what we succeeded at. And we have a tendency to measure our lives by our stories and our circumstances. And that's really no different from my guests today. Um, her name is Veronica Clark, and she has a great story. She has a pretty powerful story. Um, I know it's never easy to be able to share the depth of the stories that we sometimes have, but the truth is, is our stories are a part of us. They don't have to be in front of us um, because they are our past, but they certainly are a part of us. And I think that sometimes uh, the depth of our stories, when we have a chance to share it, it really does make that connection with other people. Uh, and it certainly uplifts other people to be able to see, hey, I had, I had, a, I had a story like yours, um, and I want to be like you. So, Veronica, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Bonnie. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, you know, you're a multi-talented woman. So you're an author. You are a, a master yoga uh, teacher and trainer. Um, plus, you do beautiful retreats. And we're going to get yeah. into all of that good stuff um, as we yeah. progress through our show today. But I, I think based on how I kind of introed you and the title of our show, The Beauty of the Wild Women, um, I think we want to hear your story. You want to hear my story. I love it. I love the opportunity to share my story because just kind of circling back to something you just said a moment ago, it's our stories that help us to connect with others. And oftentimes, you know, in our lives, we think that we are going through something alone and it, and it kind of isolates us and it makes us, um, it has made me in the past, you know, go into shame spirals and just feel really alone, right? And the truth is, is that our stories do have an opportunity to connect us because as we share our story, we can see that we're really not as dissimilar as we thought we were and that we really are not alone and that we're not isolated. Um, recently, I contributed with um, nine other authors to a beautiful book, and it's called From Resilience to Brilliance. And in that book I shared, um, my chapter is called Kintsukuri Girl. And, um, just a little tiny background on Kintsukuri pottery. It's really, um, this is Japanese pottery that um, the belief behind it is that when a piece of pottery is broken, um, it's put back and put back together and with this beautiful gold inlay, um, the cracks in the pottery really are representative of the pot's history, right? And it's that history that makes it even that more rich and more vibrant and more beautiful. And that we're not trying to, um, you know, etch over or to, um, to pretend like those, that history isn't there, but instead to incorporate it and to integrate it into present moment, that present day. And so Kintsukuri Girl, I really felt like um, I wanted to be open and I really wanted to share and be vulnerable um, about my own past experiences and in that, what I shared was really um, a pretty in-depth look at 
my my sexual um, trauma that I experienced from really really young age. Really, it started from the age of four um, and was progressive all the way up until age seventeen. And um, through that, and there was multiple offenders, and and I, I will spare the the complete details, but I'll say this: it was really. Um, it was a developmental, right? Like it created a lot of trauma in my life. Um, I had other family members who were also affected by it and were also um, experienced, you know, a great deal of trauma because of this very, um, this, this horrible, this horrific uh, behavior that was happening, you know, in, in, within my family. And, uh, and so as a result of that particular trauma and also being witness to other forms of trauma, like an abuse, like domestic violence and, yeah. and or drug abuse, alcoholism, a lot of those other things that, that nobody really should be exposed to, right? But we know that it happens, and it, it yes. has a particular experience. Um, what's interesting to me and what I've built my body of work on now is not so much focused on the trauma itself, but really what that trauma, how that started to relate to the way that I behaved, right? And the conditioning and the way that I interacted with with others, the way that I interacted and saw myself. And really that's where the persistent issues and the the really lay, right? Like it's horrible to have these traumatic experiences. We know that in our lives, we are going to experience various forms of trauma and and hopefully, you know, we can start to minimize the sexual abuse and all of those, those things. But we do know that that is, that is a, a part of life. Unfortunately, what I think that really affected me and affected me as a parent, affected me as a wife, affected me as a friend, was how that trauma really started to take root in me and um, impacted, impacted me. So then um, it was, you know, it resulted in me dropping out of school. It resulted in me, um, you know, just choosing in many ways to become homeless for a short period of time, um, to use drugs, to try to numb and to try to, you know, just kind of quiet the demons in my own head and um you know really to just again just to numb and to escape what my reality was and I didn't know I didn't know that I had the power to create a new reality that was my reality that's all I saw and there were no models in my life to be able to share with me that um there's a different way and I know that so so really, yeah, I, uh, Veronica, I, I can relate. I just shared, I was on a radio show the other night and it was on Facebook live and your story is so similar to mine. Um, and it does, it, 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 it's very deep rooted. And when we're that young, we don't have a very clear understanding of how to be able to overcome those obstacles because we really don't have the capacity to understand the right from the wrong, uh, the good from the bad. Um, and what our, our, our true choices are in analyzing it. And until we get older, we don't realize the impact it has on us. So, yeah, so I'm sorry that you had such a tragic story. Um, but I can, I can see, I can see you've done a lot of work to be able to overcome it. I have. And I think that's the blessing in it, right? Like those experiences as unfortunate and as really painful as they were, have also helped me to become the woman that I am today, right? And so, and that's, I think that's really, that's really what the gift and the challenges in this lifetime is how do we, how do we take what we're given, the things that happen to us that, that I didn't choose that and I didn't have any control over those things, right? But how do I take what's happened 
and still create a better life, to find more joy in spite of what's happened. Mm-hmm. Blaming and finding fault in other people and not taking any self-responsibility or just saying, no, it's okay for me to do drugs because of this. And I can keep on checking out or I can keep being, you know, a jerk of a parent or I can, you know, be horrible to my husband or any of those kind of things. Um, and by that way, I mean, those are legit. Like those, those are things that happen, right? Because I was not, um, aware. I wasn't taking responsibility for my own behavior. I was just like, blame, blame, blame. This is happened to me and I'm totally in victim mentality. And that's not okay, right? Like, it's not, that's not the way that... Well, there's a point when you're aware that it's not okay. Yes, it takes time. That's <laughs> the learning curve right there because we yes. are behaving under this ability to protect ourselves without yes. having the understanding that we're behaving in a way that's not making the connection with others. No. Hurt people hurt people, right? Yeah. I mean, that and we know that it's like it kind of sounds cliche, but it's true. When you're hurt, you hurt people because that's your default. That's the that's the way that you behave. You've learned how to behave that way. You've seen other people behave that way. Mm-hmm. So it's your reality. So how do we unlearn those things and like you know just take this as an opportunity to learn? But um, but that as you mentioned, it's it's a learning curve in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what was um what was one of the biggest impacts you had once you we're really aware that this life isn't going too well. <laughs> I mean, here you are, you're, you're a mom, you're a wife, you know, you're, you're an adult, all of these things. And they, they have this tremendous impact on us. You know, so it's really, it's interesting that you asked that because there was a point in my life and I was, I was about 17 years old and I was just before my 18th birthday. I was living in California and I decided that I was going to come back. I'd, I'd actually met a woman, um, and, and she, she, she kind of just like rocked my world. And, and, and it was just that quick, like, here's yeah. an image of like what you could be. Here's a possibility. And it was like that possibility of self that gave me a little bit of motivation to like, I'm going to hop on this Greyhound bus and I'm leaving California with this backpack and these flip flops and I'm going to Arizona. Right. I had, I had a family that I could stay with here in Arizona. And I was like, I'm going to create a new life. And I did create a new life. And I experienced a tremendous amount of success. Um, I was in banking for a long time. I, um, you know, got up to an executive level. I was also very successful in real estate. So I had many properties and homes and um, really successful on the outside. I mean, you know, we had the cars, we had the houses, we had everything that we could imagine, right? Like um, the children, my husband, it looked from the outside like a really, really like perfect life. And, and I, I intended it to be that way. I wanted it to be that. Um, I enrolled my, you know, unknowing at that time husband in this, like, yes, this is the life that we are going to create. And like you, you know, I didn't realize at the time, like how controlling I actually was. I was really, really control free. Um, which <laughs> is like, yeah. That's easy to say because it's, it's definitely a way that we learned to protect ourselves was yes. to control our environment because we had no control over the environment when we were being hurt. Absolutely. It's so true. Yeah. So, so, you know, ironically enough, it was like, it wasn't until the fall of all of those things, you know, which wasn't really until um, my late twenties that, that I really like everything, the chickens came home to roost, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like 
didn't know that I was pushing everything back. I thought, just like most of us have been told during life, that get over it. It's in the past. Suck it up. Yeah. Get over it. Suck yeah. it up, right? I am the right? way I am. Yeah. That's what I did. I was a pro at that, right? Just suck it up. Let's just keep on going. I don't want to think about it. I'm just going to pretend like everything was perfect because look at my amazing life. And that's, and that's really how I felt. And so it wasn't until um, I actually, the crash of the, the real estate market, I mean, it just, it was devastating. I had a lot of money tied up in property and um, it just it bankrupted me. I had a massive bankruptcy um, and lost a lot of properties and everything else. And so with that was my identity. My identity completely wrapped up in all of the assets that I acquired. And, and there was a time actually where I, I um, we had a, we even had a car repossessed, which was like horrible, right? It was like, where's my navigator? Like this beautiful vehicle is just gone. And, you know, and, and, it, and it devastated me. It like broke me down. Like I couldn't get out of bed, you know, and it was um, because... There's so much shame wrapped up in that. And if I didn't have all of these things, then. Who are you? Who am I? Who are you when you don't have those things? I, I, I promise you, I am not laughing at your story. I'm, yeah. just, I'm so. relating to it all yeah. oh, so closely. And I, the only thing I want to just, you know, congratulate you on and give you credit for is you got through this in your 20s. I ended up in my yeah. 40s really trying to figure all of this out and fought my way through all of that so yeah it, there's there's always there's hope the sooner there is hope stories and there. messages out the sooner other people don't have to be suffering with them as long as we have right oh my gosh isn't that the truth yeah. like you don't have to suffer as long <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that's the, that's the truth but you know I didn't know that I was suffering to the depths that I was until my body started to react in ways that started indicating far mm. more signals than my mind. Cause you know, your mind's pretty strong. You can, yeah. you know, you can kind of like stay in this like tunnel vision of I'm fine. I'm fine. But you know, I think there was a part of your story too, that your body started to create some indicators that said, Whoa, things aren't okay. Yeah. Um, and I think that's when we, we then have to really, look in the mirror. I know that's a crazy metaphor to say, but we really have to look in the mirror and ask that question to ourselves of, you know, who are we? Yeah. And what's going on? Yeah. You know, Bonnie, to that point though, I mean, yes, our minds can be very strong and and we are strong, but I'll say this, you know, there's, there's a time when it was very difficult to even look in the mirror. Oh yes. Because that question of who am I and what am I and what will my life be like? Those are so deep rooted to, and so connected to many, many, many other layers of shame and pain and all these other things. That's, there's, there's many women that I work with that ha- and, and I myself, this is why I love this work is because I've been through this and I've been down to the depths, like, like scraping the ground. Right. I mean, it's been very, very painful. Um, but it's hard to look in the mirror to ask those questions. So, and it's almost easier to continue to numb and just keep on putting more and more layers on. It sounds like it's easier and it's not because then overall, you know, eventually we pay the price. And just as you mentioned, we'll pay the price. Feel it. The body, the body does keep the score, right? Yeah, it does. 
Beautiful book. Um, you know, the body keeps the score, but there's a lot of insight into that also. But our body does because our body has this intelligence and has this wisdom and, and wants to support us on this journey. And then if we're, you know, we're not taking care of our bodies, we just keep dumping more and more stuff on it, putting more stuff on our shoulders, putting more stuff on us and something's got to give. So, yeah, absolutely. Something's got to give. And you you did have that that giving moment. We have a couple more minutes before we go to break. Um, and I want to welcome everybody on Facebook that has joined us. Thanks so much for joining yeah. us and, and hearing <laughs> Veronica's story. And I, we already got people, Veronica, that are saying, I can relate. I can yeah. relate. Um, so we know. We know it's not just the two of us out there that have a similar story. There's a lot of people out there that that have a story and, and they're all, we're all trying to figure out ways to overcome it. And, you know, one of the things that I shared was it doesn't ever go away. Your story never goes away. It doesn't have to keep running you, but it doesn't go away. And so every day is, is a conscious choice of what I choose to do to have a better life, what I choose to do to not let that story take over just because I had a bad day or a bad circumstance happen to me this week. Yes, you know, I get to choose. And that was that was the inability that I didn't have as a young person. Um, mm. And it was also the lack of understanding that I didn't have as a young adult. Yes. Oh, it's that word choose and choice. Right. They're so powerful to choose. We get to choose. We have to practice using our voices so that we can choose. And the more that we practice with that, then the more that we become empowered, right? And then our creation, our ability to create the life that we want really begins to unfold in a, in a really miraculous kind of a way because we are choosing it and we are empowered and because we are trusting and believing that the power doesn't lay outside of us, that it comes from within us. And that's something that many of us, many of us have forgotten and still from time to time forget. And then each other and stories like like ours to be able to remind each other that I've got you, you're not alone, you're okay, you can do this. It's all weather, right? It's just the weather. And and the the, the choices that we make are, like you said, are incredibly powerful. Um, There's that point where, you know, it's like as a young person, I didn't fall into that that victimness good yeah traditional victimness like what you would think you know oh poor me poor me and blame the world for my circumstance yes. goodness <laughs> my 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 level of victimness was victimness was that i became an incredible controlling fighter in life mm-hmm. and that's the other side that sometimes we don't recognize we can look at people that have that poor me attitude because of circumstances that it happened and then we can look at these other people that are controlling and fighting and, you know, just like this. And you could say the same thing. There's got to be a level of compassion because they're still working through what they haven't understood. I love yeah. it. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Because, yes, <laughs> to have a level of compassion that, like, yeah, we're all going through process and everybody's yeah. their stuff a little bit different because that's the best that they know how. It's, it's, it's all they know in some cases. Yeah. It's kind of like what they, what they don't know yet. So I love that you've shared this. Thank you so much. I know it's, it's, it is being a bit vulnerable to share the the depths of the story and to, to share the loss of, you know, this particular 
person that we thought we were only to discover that the real person and the most amazing person is yet to come out in this journey. So I hope you guys all choose to stay with us because when we come back with Veronica, um, she's going to tell us a little bit about, uh, I want to hear more about this chapter in this Kinsukuri girl, um, but what she did and, you know, the, the moment that she started to take on really changing her life, um, and having that impact be made. And now what she's doing for others as well is yet to come. So stay with us. We're going to take a quick break um, and we'll be right back. Thanks for joining me on Voice of America and Beauty Inside and Out. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. My guest is Veronica Clark. And in our first segment, she shared a a very tragic story of her upbringing. It could be similar to yours. um, And she's here to share with us a little bit more of how she was able to overcome that. She's an author and a yoga instructor, but she's the founder of Soul Revolution. And she's a teacher that is deep-rooted into spiritual practices Um, which I think is really one of the biggest solutions here. And she's connecting to women on a whole different level. And it's, again, it's all about mind and body. I can see that. But she has an enormous amount of experience just in the corporate world and banking and real estate. 
Um, and she shared a little bit of uh, that tragic ending of that good life that we all kind of aspire to have um, in the first segment. But you know what I loved the most, Veronica, was uh, that you titled your chapter in the book From Resilience to Brilliance, which is such a great title, um, Kinsukuri Girl. And yeah. you shared a little bit about that, which was very interesting, you know, the, the, the chipped pottery, the cracked pottery and how they fill it with gold. And I am just looking at you right now and I can see that you are just filled with gold. Mm. All your little cracks are filled with gold. And so keep, keep, keep that spirit going. So there's, there, there's hope, everybody. We can all there's be filled hope. There's so we much can all hope. be filled with gold. Yeah. Yes. So you live in Arizona right now and you have five children. I do. And yeah. a cat. And a cat. And a cat. Can't forget the cat. Yeah, I no love way. My cat. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about how she was able to overcome um, some of the devastation in her story and her upbringing. And also, you know, we talked a little bit on the break with my Facebook friends. Uh, you know, meditation, yoga, exercise, eating right, and all of those things can make a serious impact in our lives. I mean, it's part of the reason why I created the show Beauty Inside and Out was to share all of these good secrets that we think are secrets. Um, but you're going to take us a little bit deeper than that. So take us back then, Veronica, to the part where you, the discovery's there. You really know something's got to change. And what was the next piece for you? Well, you know, the biggest piece for me was this, you know, I, after experiencing the bankruptcy and, and going through the divorce, um, I was, I was in such a state that I'd never, ever experienced because even as a child and as, as a teenager going through the traumas and so forth, again, there's that conditioning and you just keep going, right? I didn't stop. I just dealt with it. It was just, a, it was a regular part of my life. And so it did not like, it didn't, um, you know, I wasn't in a depressive state. I was more in a trance-like sleep state, which is, I won't get into right now, but that was a different particular state that I had experienced. Now, after losing everything, you know, everything, um, I couldn't get out of bed. And I was like, I was, I was suicidal. And I made an attempt. And there was, um, I was... I finally, I finally went to um, see a therapist and I'd, I'd seen therapists in the past and I just didn't feel like they were very effective to help me. And I just had always got over my own stuff. So I thought, anyhow, so um, I went to a new therapist and I was diagnosed with PTSD in 2008 and I just refused to take any medication. I, you know, I, I didn't want that personally for my own experience and so an option at that point was, you know, to just take some mindfulness classes and some um, meditation classes. And so I started with the meditation and a mindfulness group. And that's really what led me into a much deeper practice, um, you know, with, with yoga and with meditation and really became a very um, fundamental piece in the, the journey that, you know, I've, I've been on, right? Like, so it was big anger and it was it and I was there because of the PTSD and that's how I, I, I stumbled upon it. Um it was this as well. You know, that gave me an opportunity then to to start like making other changes in my life. I'd also gained a lot of weight, right? Because a lot of times when we are in that protective mm-hmm. mood, we don't realize that we'll hold on to weight. Hold on to it. Usly protect ourselves, right? Yep. I mean think about this. How attractive 
do we want to be if we believe that we're going to continuously attract predators? Mm-hmm. Like, it's oh, not exactly. To think about, but that there's a layer of that, and and I know that to be I know that to be true because I've I've spoke with and worked with many women who can relate to that. And so when I'm coaching with them, then we really talk about releasing weight as part of also a part of our releasing our trauma and our and our and our pain mm-hmm. experiences. And and so that was something that I had to learn myself because holding on to a lot of weight. And so, you know, the mindfulness and meditation and really starting to spend more time with me, with really me, not just like Veronica, the mom, Veronica, now the ex Veronica, you know, the banker, any of those things. But Veronica, this woman, this young girl, this teenager that's still trapped and, and those kind of things had to like spend time with all those parts of myself. And I didn't know exactly how to do that. It wasn't like it just happened overnight. Um, so I started in, in different ways. I started, um, you know, with juicing and blending and, and exercising. And I, my, my body started changing. And that was, like, really incredible. And it was like, oh, wow. And what else? And I became really curious about myself. And I, um, you know, so initially I'll say that, you know, I started to feel better because of the mindfulness and the meditation. Mm-hmm. And then, right, and then I started to physically also start changing things the way that my body looked. Um, I was exercising. And then, um, of course, you know, yoga, that was a very, that's a very regular practice for me. And then, um, you know, blending and juicing and uh, I'm vegetarian. So that was just an important part for me as well. Um, so all those things were great. And they were still somewhat external in some ways because it was I, I could find, I could feel myself still putting the presentation together for the world, right? Like, look at me now, like I've rebounded and look how good I look, right? Look, I still, I feel really good. Look at my skin. Look at, but it, all it, had the, a, it had a time clock on it. There'd yeah. be a moment where the winding up little, you know, Veronica would stop in, stop being in motion. And then yes. you had to kind of face yourself again. I know that feeling. Yes. Like, and then it was like, you want to like hide back in and, and cover yourself up and, and not blend, you know, and totally not stand out, but blend in. Yes, it's true. All of those things, all those things are true. You see, there's a, this, this heal, our healing is a very gentle process Mm -hmm. and it takes time and it's, and that time is different for everybody. And so these were, when I, when I, when I look back now to be able to see, I was like, oh, okay. I was, I was going through different phases of my healing yeah. and I didn't realize that at that particular time. But now I can look back and with a lot of like, like, wow, a lot of compassion for myself too. And, and so once I was able to recognize that, okay, yes, now I'm, I'm looking better and I feel better and life is getting better and I'm rebuilding credit and my, my children are, are happy and rebuilding our lives. I started to learn how to stay with myself more. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is instead of trying to shut down whatever behaviors, you know, were coming up and I go back into like ignoring those things about myself or pretending that those aspects of myself were not there. I would stay with myself more. I would, I would not run away from myself as much. Mm-hmm. That's difficult to understand without me going into great detail. But I'll just try to say this. For me, it was really important to be able to start nurturing myself. Mm-hmm. That's a big word. I have received the nurturing from my, from my mom, you know, from my parents the way that I needed. 
I had to learn how to start nurturing myself. And that's what I mean when I say I had to learn how to stay with myself. Yeah. Abandon myself anymore. I abandoned myself so long, so, yeah. so many times. And I felt in many ways that others had abandoned me, right? So that just by continuing to do that only perpetuates my own wounds and does not help to heal. So I had to learn, and it's, it wasn't something that I could read necessarily. It was Mm-mm. through meditation. It was through stillness. Mm-hmm. And it was. It's, it's stillness of the mind. It's stillness of the body. It's stillness of the spirit. Yes, you, know, you get it. Uh, that you are. And, you know, I remember when I, I worked with my coach and because I had done the therapy route too, and that didn't really help. And I was not going to be medicated because all that does is numb. And I remember right. the coach saying to me, you know, I said, well, I just, you know, I go do my work. I go do my job. But when I come home, all I want to do is hang out on the couch. And mm. my couch is like my savior right now. And she's like, well, okay. So how long do you want to hang out on the couch? And I'm like, I don't know. How, however long it takes. And, you know, honestly, I think a year went by where the couch was my healing part of me. You know, I just yeah. would crawl into the couch and I would think and I would read and I would relate and I would watch TV just to escape at times. But it was really, and then one day I looked at that couch and I'm like, I got to get rid of this couch. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. I am done. This couch, I'm done with you. And it was like that moment, it was like I healed, but I gave myself time to do that. And I think that a a lot of times people think that it should happen sooner or faster, or they don't understand that they can get stuck in a process of a healing cycle. Yes. You know, my, my, my part was, you know, shock, denial, anger, sadness, hope. I would, you know, I was through shock and I was through denial at some point. But boy, I tell you what, anger was the one that kept reverting back for me because if something happened in my life, it was really easy to go to anger. My most difficult part of the healing was sadness Mm. because there's a part where in the truth of healing, you have to mourn that person that was hurt. Yes. And I wasn't ready to go there. And that's why my healing took so much longer than I think it should have or could have, or, you know, maybe compared to others uh, because I didn't want to step into sadness. Yeah. But sadness was what saved me. Yes. You're not alone in that. It's, you know, the sadness, the anger, those are things, again, we're, we're somewhat conditioned to not, we don't want to stay there. It's not a comfortable place. There's not, um, you know, we, you know, we're, we're very much like functioning, right? We're functioning, we're going out into the world, we're, you know, career-oriented, we're doing these things. And so, again, there's still that 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 avatar that we have to wear. We want to keep that up. And so leaning into sadness, we think, is going to somehow, I think, detract from that avatar. We're not going to be able to show up in that way, you know, the way that we want to show oh, up. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, listen, I'm a fighter. I can't yeah. be sad. There's no, there's no, there's horrible energy and sadness from what I thought. Yeah. But I tell you what, what came out in sadness was an enormous amount of forgiveness yeah. and compassion and the crossover point for me to want to help other people, which that's where I want to take you. Because yes. I know that in all of your story, you realize the, the the power and the potential that you had to be able to support and help others. And and we're gonna we're gonna be taking another break here. This goes so fast. This, the yeah, time it does. Fast. <laughs> okay. um, in sharing on, on this level, 
but I know that, you know, you really, you coach, um, you do, you share your yoga practice with others and, and other type of events and programs and also retreats. So give us a little insight before we have to go to a break in a couple of minutes of the ways yeah. that we're helping other people. I love it's that. It's helping love- you too, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. The grief work and the sadness and the anger. Are you kidding? I felt like I was like this ball of rage and anger. Like, absolutely. So I was, you know, thrilled um, to be able to stumble onto like screen therapy, which led me to more like emotional release and so forth. And, And that's a lot of the work that I do now, but I lovingly call myself a shadow slayer, right? Ah, like, I like that. Um, you know, and at the same time, I say lovingly because there's so much to be learned from, as you mentioned, from your sadness. There's in all of those aspects, in the sadness, in the grief, in the anger, in the rage, there's gifts in all of that if we're willing to dig deep enough to do the work. And so that's really a big part of my coaching is to help women and also men but predominantly women to learn how to stay present with themselves, how to stay with themselves long enough to learn how to extract those gifts from what they've deemed as, you know, their shadows or what they see as, you know, those really painful parts that they have disowned and, and don't want to um, accept about themselves or don't, are not ready to look at. Um, but to stay with themselves in that process because everybody's process is different and each of those aspects and dealing with those shadows is a different process also and therefore a different time and that. So I and you said some key words there too, acceptance and, and forgiveness. I mean, you know, after you grieve, you got to start accepting and forgiving. Yes. <laughs> There's, it's very powerful in that. Um, so yeah. you, you do offer coaching for people and, and they can, I just want to, you know, tap into your website really quick that people can find you. So share that before we go on to this next break. And then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the opportunities and the offerings that you are doing for others. Absolutely. Yes. My website is the soul revolution.com. I'll spell that out. It's the T H E soul is spelled S as in Sam O L as in Lynn revolution.com. TheSoulRevolution.com. Perfect. All right. So stay with us, everybody. Um, we've got more to share with our guest, Veronica Clark, and uh, the beauty of the wild women. That's where we're going next. So we can <laughs> find out a little bit about these retreats that you are getting together yes. with wild women and uh, helping them to heal, helping them to yeah. connect with themselves um, and to be able to feel like they're more of a contribution to this world. Because I know that once you heal, you realize the contribution you are to others. And uh, that's, what, that's what keeps us going. So uh, yes. remember, everybody, that you know, if you're interested in being a guest here on Beauty Inside and Out as well, you can email me at bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Um, you can go on my website, bonniebonadeo.com. There's a place for you to connect with me, set up an appointment. Um, and we want to hear your story. And we want to know that any of these stories are making an impact to be able to help other people have better lives as well. So you can find me on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, um, as well as my own website, Bonnie Bonadeo. Um, but stick around. We've got one more segment that Verona's going to share some of the things that she's up to right now and how she's making an impact in the world. Be right back. Mm-hmm. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, my guest, Veronica Clark. She Her website is the Soul SOL Revolution thesoulrevolution.com so you can check her out she's a speaker she's a coach she's a yoga uh, practitioner uh, trainer teacher expert I'm sure um, but she also does some beautiful events and some retreats so if you're in the Phoenix area there's it sounds like there's a lot of opportunities for people to connect with you uh, in person with some of the events yes. you're doing but um, also in other ways as well. So, so you wrote this book called uh, From Resilience to Brilliance. It was a collaboration with some other authors as well. Um, I, I always, every time I have an author on, they always say that sometimes in the writing of the book and really putting themselves out there, like it was great to say, oh, I'm an author. But <laughs> then once that story was out there, there was a, there was, it was very therapeutic, people tell yeah. me. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, it was therapeutic, I think, but more than therapeutic, it was, it was just important for me to share my story so that other people who read it could perhaps know that there's a way out of, of their, their own pain and their suffering, that there's a way out. And, and really, so that was, that was the joy of being able to, to write my chapter in that, in that book was to share, like, there's hope and you don't have to stay stuck. It's a choice. So it is a choice. Yeah, it goes back to that choice. Yeah. So what would you like to share with us now in, in how you're making this impact in the world and, and that, you know, you're, you, you realize now you're this contribution yeah. um, of light and goodness for others? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Um, in so many beautiful ways. I have opportunities, you know, coaching um, one-on-one and also in group sessions. Um, I'll do some of those as well. But coaching is something that I think is, it's just so personal and so wonderful for me to connect with, um, you know, with somebody and really to hear them and to help hold them and to hold space. And again, to teach them how to hold space for themselves. So the coaching one-on-one is something that I'm, I'm really passionate about. And I, and I work with people, um, you know, across the country also um, via Skype. Then Zoom. Yeah. In person, um, okay. I'm in Phoenix metro area. So, but the other ways though that, um, you know, we, we talked about this just a little bit was about some of my workshops and the emotional release work. I've recently started offering emotional release workshops and I call them, I call them workshops, but they're really, I mean, these are really very beautiful, like ceremonies in many ways, because I invite our community to bring their grief and to bring their anger and to bring all of these parts of themselves that they feel like I can't show this in public. I can't show this part of myself, bring it all into a communal space so that I can teach them techniques to be able to work through those and we're bringing them together and we're doing this in a, in a community setting because it's important, again, for us to remember that we're not alone, that we're, we're not, not yeah. dealing with anger and that we're not the only ones who have a tendency to fly off the handle or whatever, that, whatever the deal is, right? So doing emotional release work um, is, is really, really a big, huge piece of the work that I'm offering to our community. And I invite you to come um, join me. The The next emotional release workshop that I'm offering is going to be in Tempe, and that's at uh, Twisted Yoga Studios. That's on August 25th, and it's a four-hour long. It's it, it goes by pretty quickly, I've been told from others, but it's it's so therapeutic. It's really, really healing. It's very you know physical, but we also learn how to use our voice. We practice using and owning our nose because no is a complete oh, sentence. That was, that was my biggest learning lesson was being able to say no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it feels so good. We practice that like, in really amazing ways. The opposite of FOMO is no. Yes, no, no is no. Yeah, hell no. And then we also learn how to access our yes in a way that can bring us more pleasure and more joy as well, right? Because this is our very, very powerful. And I love that you keep tapping into the word joy because, you know, joy is, joy is, 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 it's not external, it's internal, Yes. And I think we could say, you know, we can say things at times where it's just like, I'm not happy. Yeah. And we are trying to sort through what happy is, you know, mm-hmm. is it something outside? Is it something that's starting to penetrate internally? But joy, period, is an internal emotion that when you can discover it and then you know that you've really healed. Yeah. My daughter asked me one day, you know, what do you, what do you think is, you know, your purpose in this earth what do you think is your purpose and you know and it was surprising because she was like 13 and I was like wow that's a pretty you know um and I said you know to help people to remember that they that they can act joy and that's really you know I didn't thought about it but it was like that's really the truth is that I want people to that they can access their joy and they can find their joy and the way to find your joy is oftentimes hidden beneath all of the pain and the anger and all of that stuff we do the emotional release work, we can tap into our pleasure at a much greater, you know, in a much greater way. I actually, you know, one of my clients share after one of the emotional release sessions that she went home and she and her husband made love in the most like 
incredibly passionate way and it was so intimate and it was like juicier than than it had been in like years how incredible is that better sex mm-hmm. yeah Missy, yeah hell yeah sign me up for that more pleasure why not like yes all of those things are so important um and so that kind of also ties into the way of the wild woman and, and the retreats that i do it's yes we do work through some of our stuff right Um, you know, moving through our stuff so that we can recognize who we are, how we're showing up. And is that really um, a behavior that's serving us? And is that really true for us anymore? Or can we release that? We practice releasing those things. We also really practice tapping into and stepping into our joy and our pleasure and really beautiful, sacred, you know, like um, pleasure practices, which are non-sexual, but that allow us to be able to learn how to receive, how to give, how to enjoy ourselves, how to help heal ourselves, but also to help heal each other by holding space, by really being able to nurture others, especially because there can be so much cattiness and stuff between women. And, and again, that has been a learned behavior, right? Well, and it's, and it's just such a big part of our society now to just be yes. so, you know, the need to be right. And, and yeah. the landscape is, is, you know, us against them. And, you know, I know. it's so sad. And, uh, yeah. And, but we can and then you add women together oh, yeah. and it just gets intensified. <laughs> yes. But I think shows like housewives are not helping. Yes. <laughs> right. When we come to, I know it's, I don't even, I don't even watch reality. I really yeah. don't watch health, but that's another story. Um, but in the way of the wild woman and in Costa Rica, that's what we'll be doing. We'll be practicing really rewilding ourselves and like letting go of all of our conditioning and just really stepping into and tapping into who we are. And we have, it's just incredible sisterhood. We learn how to just like find our playful selves, our wild selves and we step into our yeses, we step into our authentic no's, we step into like we are in this really passionate, juicy, like adventurous and incredible, just nurturing way. So, that's so this like, way of the wild woman, is that the, the event in Costa Rica? That is. Yes. All right. So give us the dates and how people can sign up for this. And is it just women? Is this one strictly women? This one is just women. This one is okay. just sisters. Yes. Um, I actually have a co-ed one that, it, that is coming up, and that's going to be in May of 2019 called Metamorphosis. And okay. that is a co-ed. Um, But The Way of the Wild Woman is happening November 4th through November 9th. And that's going to be in um, Playa Hermosa, Costa Rica. You can find out all of the details. Um, I have a specific website for that one. It's wildwomanway.com wildwomanway.com but you can also access it from my um, my primary website thesoulrevolution.com okay wildwomanway.com and you can find out more about the Costa Rica adventure um, to be able to tap into healing yourself but also yeah. finding that joy yeah I, I, I have a special gift I have a special gift for the viewers yes let's hear it um, if you are watching this you can use the code beauty insider and um, you'll be able to get a 15% discount off of the, um, the, the cost of the immersion. So there's a, there's a gift there for you. Is the, um, is the event, uh, is it just a tuition or does that include hotel or any travel? It includes everything. It's all inclusive. Um, so we have the, quadra, the quad space that's starting off at $1,450 and then there's um, all the way up to you know, $2,200. 
Um, so the least expensive at this point is going to be the fourteen fifty, but it does include your entire stay. It includes the you know the all of the course material, all of the you know everything that we're doing as far as the workshops and everything go. It also includes um, food, you know, three times three meals. And then a they day. just get their airfare separately. Airfare separate. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Good. So that's yeah. That um, sounds like a great event. Oh, it's amazing. Um, by the way, we it's like hotel, and then you look out to this gorgeous like pool in this beautiful setting and then just beyond that is the beach like literally we just like it's incredible and this black sand that we're going to be all up in um yes this immersion by the way is called firewoman and so we are really going to be tapping into that like tantric shamanic that energy um sisters it is going to be it's going to be an amazing time you don't want to miss this one yeah so i noticed when you were sharing your story that you know it's hard and we 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 still feel vulnerable in sharing it but when you started talking about your events and your wild the way of the wild woman it's like you just lit up yeah (laughs) that wild woman um that says i'm i'm free and i'm free to express myself so thank you i know the truth now right like yeah. i know the truth the truth is is that we can have freedom we can choose freedom that's the truth yeah. that's and the now truth. i have fun teaching others to do that yes absolutely the capacity and the compassion and the hate you know all of that love to be able to do that and that's, that's why i love to share that with others it's the most important to do. I share that Thank you. you for sharing it. So, uh, Veronica Clark, you can find her at the Soul Revolution SOL. Um, and all. And if you're interested in the Costa Rica event, November 4th through 9th, Wild Woman, 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 yeah. WomanWay.com yeah. um, and sign up because it sounds like a great event. This one is an yeah. exclusive to the, to the gals. Um, and we'll keep you posted with other events that Veronica is doing as we go. So thank you again for being with us today. Really appreciate thank it. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as always, everybody stay with us each and every week. I air live Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern time. We're going Facebook live on Bonnie Bonadeo page. Uh, so you can join us on the Facebook. Thank you, everybody on Facebook for joining us. We appreciate you being there and uh, participating in this. If you're interested in being a guest, you know how to reach me on my website, Bonnie Bonadeo. And as always, remember to be you in beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.